you're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. Hello, welcome to Take It Personally. Today on the show, I have my friend Cinnamon Wolf, and I'm really thrilled to share this with you. When I first started even just thinking about putting together a podcast, Cinnamon was one of the first people I thought of to be a guest. One, she has a podcast called Focused Podcast, and we'll link to that in the show notes. And I love, love, love it. Like, I just, I love her advice. She has such a fantastic perspective and just like a kind of peaceful way about her. Like, I love the way, I I love her viewpoint on pretty much everything. I just think that she is so smart and she she's just really a cool cool person I first met cinnamon a couple years ago actually in a Facebook group called Squarespace for photographers I believe Um, cinnamon does really amazing things with Squarespace websites and I just needed some help optimizing my site. I've since moved away from, away from Squarespace, although I still really like using it with clients and I think that the platform is awesome. But I'm so glad that I was using that platform when I was so I could meet Cinnamon because our friendship has grown over the years and we are pretty frequent um, people in each other's DMs on Instagram, which is really fun. She is such a wonderful person to talk to and I love hearing her perspective because she really considers herself to be a little bit different than a lot of other people in her field and and I would agree and I think she's different in the best ways you know when you look at a lot of creatives on especially on social media there are certain things about them that kind of tend to be the same and I think it's an interesting conversation like should you build a personal brand when you feel like you maybe don't quite fit that mold um, of what everyone else is doing or what everyone else is like. We spend a good portion of the episode talking about personality types and how cinnamon is introverted and how that has been an interesting way to navigate her business. So as an introvert, should you still build a personal brand and how do you go about doing that if showing your face and showing up and being part of the spotlight isn't something that naturally interests you what do you do in that case and I just love Cinnamon's take on that so I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode Cinnamon is a total gem and she's got a lot of really good advice for you today so enjoy Before we start the episode, I do want to quick caveat that we did have some audio problems during the recording, and this was not on Cinnamon's end. I'm positive it was on my end. Um, So there are some parts that are a little bit choppy. I've tried to take care of them the best that I can, but I'm not exactly a pro audio editor. Um, I do think that I have the problem fixed for next time. So I hope that you can just kind of deal with that for this episode. I promise the content is top notch. So if you can just get past some of those little audio issues, we'll have it fixed for next time and it'll be all good. Cinnamon! (laughs) Hello! Thank you so much for coming on. Take it personally. I'm so excited you're here. I am just over the moon excited to be here. I love it. I love podcast. You know me. I love podcasting. I love women podcasters. I love what you're doing. I'm all about it. Yes, I'm so pumped. Well, I would love (laughs) if you could just kind of get us started by talking a little bit about who you are and what you do and kind of what led you to where you are right now. 
Well, I would love to. I love talking about myself. <laughs> Who doesn't, right? <laughs> <laughs> so as you mentioned, yes, my name is Cinnamon and that is my real name. It's not a fake name or a stage name or a stripper name or anything like that. It's my <laughs> real actual name. I get that question all the time, obviously. Um, but that's me. I'm Cinnamon. And uh, yeah, my last name is Wolf. I'm married, luckily, with a very cool last name. <laughs> I think it sounds like a candy, but I don't know. I love it. Cinnamon Wolf, yeah. Um, so let's see a little bit about me. So I um, am a private photo editor for wedding photographers. That is the main crux of my business. I am also a business coach. Um, I used to be a photographer and then I transitioned into photo editing. Um, it was kind of a slow transition, but I'm fully transitioned now. It's been a couple of years that I've been doing this full time. Um, I hung up the camera last year. I actually sold my equipment, which was really hard to do. I didn't know that. That's like, yeah. that is a hard stop. It's like a hard stop. I had to do it. I had to do it. I was like, I yeah. need to just sell my stuff, you know. Um, but it took a while. It took at least a year to actually get to that point where I could do it. Um, but yes, I did start my own business um, in 2013 cinema photography um, as a photography business um, and then throughout the past six and a half years I've made some changes and trans transitions etc um, and now I am just loving being a private photo editor it fits me so well I love what I'm doing I love serving other photographers I love coaching other photographers and other small business owners I have my own podcast focus podcast um, and I love all of it. I love being a business owner. I did used to, so way back in the day, um, because I'm a little older in this world, which we'll probably <laughs> talk a little bit about later in the show. Um, but so I went to school. I have a master's degree in human resources, and I had a human resource job. So I worked at T-Mobile um, in human resources for about six and a half years. Um, I worked at a call center in Albuquerque, and then I moved up to the corporate offices in Seattle, Washington. Um, and so that was my that was my world for for a long time. I was in human resources. I was like facilitating facilitating trainings for like VPs and directors. Um, I also taught some classes, um, not only at University of New Mexico, but also in Bellevue College up here in Seattle area. Um, and I actually loved my job. Like I'm not one of those people who like hated my corporate job and couldn't wait to get out of the corporate cubicle life. Like I actually really enjoyed my job um, when I had it. Um, but because I met my amazing husband, Paul, who's in the military, uh, we had, we moved. So that was the main reason that I quit working in corporate life. Um, we moved to a really small town. There was no kind of jobs that I could do like, like I was doing and I couldn't do the job that I was doing remotely at the time. Um, so I was like, well, let's see what this is going to look like. And I had these grand notions of what it was going to be like to not have a job. Right. Cause I didn't really need to have a job at that yeah. time. Um, and I was like, <laughs> I was going to spend two hours blogging because I had like a personal blog at the time and two hours at the gym and two hours <laughs> and two hours a day. Um, what else was I going to do? Reading, I think. And then two hours like, like learning to cook. Like those are my grand notions. Oh my gosh. And I love that I know, so much. Yeah. <laughs> I very remember specifically having conversations with people that those were my plans. Um, and none of that happened. Like I got bored. Like you would not believe, like I was bored to tears within like three months. I was like, I have got to do something else. I cannot be home all day, like not doing anything. Like I have to have some sort of purpose in my life. 
um, it was right about the time that photography kind of, it kind of just fell into my lap. Like I was never a person who was like, oh, I can't wait to, you know, learn how to be a photographer. Like I walk around with a camera in my hand when I was little, like that was never my story. Um, but it was something that I was kind of interested in. And it was, I mean, digital photography became, you know, a thing like a few years before then, but I had always been like, oh, maybe I should learn how to use one of those fancy cameras. You know, like that would be cool to learn how to use one and my friend had one and I was like do you know how to use that can you teach me and she was like I don't know how to use it I have no idea <laughs> I was like well maybe we could learn how to do it together and um and then I did and she didn't <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of funny but I picked up a camera and I just I loved it I loved the process of learning how it worked I loved being able to manipulate images and manipulate light and all of that. And so I just kind of fell into a photography business. Like that was not my goal at the beginning. I had a degree in business. So I was like, oh, maybe I could put these two things together. And that's kind of what I did. And then it just kind of morphed and evolved ever since, ever since then. So, and that was back in 2013. So I've seen a lot of changes in the industry since then. Oh my gosh. Yes. No kidding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, it's interesting. I, as you are kind of talking, like we've followed each other now on mm -hmm. social media for a while. Yeah. And so I've heard you mention these things, but then, you know, yeah. you kind of, you forget and, mm -hmm. and have hearing you talk about your story. It's interesting to me. We have a lot of parallels. Like I, mm -hmm. I also can't really identify with the like, oh, I grew up wanting to be a yeah. photographer. And like, that wasn't, that wasn't part of my story. Um, right. I had corporate jobs and agency jobs that I absolutely loved. I really liked business and marketing and, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So it's just interesting, like the, the, the path that you take and kind of how you end up where you are. Right. Yeah. And we all have different paths. Like mm -hmm. it's not all the same, even though sometimes it may seem like they're kind of the same, they're all, they really all are all different. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, <laughs> In a lot of ways, you are your brand, right? So like mm -hmm. you are Cinnamon Wolf and yep. you are the person behind Cinnamon Wolf private photo editing, mm -hmm. uh, business coaching, all of those things. So was that like a conscious decision that you made uh, to have yourself kind of be at the forefront of your business or did it just kind of happen that way? Like what was the thought process there? So I would say the only thing that was like super conscious about any of that because I mean when you start like you don't really know anything about totally branding. you're like what does that even mean right like you know a brand is like the Nike swoosh or the Starbucks logo or whatever like that's kind of your like experience with it mm -hmm. um the only thing I would say that I really consciously did was name my business my name um, instead of choosing like some other like special moments photography or something like that. Yeah. I'm lucky enough that I have a name that kind of stands out and it like gets people's attention. Um, you know, people for the most part can spell it, which is lucky. I know a lot of people struggle with like there's the spelling of their name. You might be one of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, although I would say it's kind of funny how some people spell cinnamon. It's very interesting. I can imagine. Like, what does your Starbucks cup usually say? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I have to tell them like, don't put cinnamon in the drink because that's oh. happened as well. Like they put them in, in my, and I'm like, no, 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 that's fine. Leave it out of my copy. I don't <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, but I knew that my name would stand out. And so I knew that I wanted to I wanted my name to represent whatever it was that I did. Right. And, and right. That's changed so much over the years. Like 
I had no idea, like, when I started, like, six years from now where I would be. Um, but I do think that, you know, and I would say a lot of people, because this is a question, I'm sure you see this in your Facebook group too, like, what should I do? Should I name my business, yes. my business name or my, my actual personal name? And my recommendation is always yes. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care how complicated your name is to spell or say or whatever, because we are in the business of running personal brands. Oh, like, yes. <laughs> your name is your person. Like, so you are running a personal brand. It needs to be your name. Like, and I know that it's easier, right. To kind of separate yourself. Cause it can feel very hard and vulnerable when you're starting to like attach a business to your person because it's something new. It's not something you've ever done before. And it feels like fake and it kind of feels like imposter syndrome and all of that. Right. So it can be very easy to say, no, I'm special moments photography because it's not you, but it's not always supposed to be easy, right? Like that's the easier thing to do. But I think the better thing to do, if you're looking to make something that's attached to you for a long period of time, right? You want it to be sustainable. It, it has to be your name. It just does. I totally agree. And I started with my business. It was, it was mad photo and design. So it was like a part of my name. Yeah, exactly. But even still, there was a disconnect there Mm -hmm. and there wasn't the connection of like, I don't know, there was just confusion, honestly. Mm -hmm. And so when I rebranded to just using my name, it just became so much more clear, Mm -hmm. so much more personal. And in retrospect, I'm so glad I did it because now I'm not just doing photo and design. Like, my business is bigger than that. And yep. it was, it was really limited by the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of my biggest regrets, and I will tell anybody and everybody this, just always buy your name.com always, because I didn't do it from the very beginning. I was cinema photography and that felt comfortable, right? It was my name, but it was also photography, mm-hmm. but my business has now grown into something so much bigger than that. Like you mentioned, and it's also morphed and I've had a lot of issues because I didn't buy cinnamonwolf.com. I could buy it now, but it's like $2,000. It was 5,000 at one time. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I always say, even if you feel, if that feels way too hard to you and you're, it feels way too vulnerable to just put your name on it right now. Sure. Name it something else, but buy your name.com right now and save it until that day that you decide to change because you probably will. (laughs) I have heard you say that before, and that is why I own MaddiePashong.com, like 100%. And I tell clients that all the time when they're like, well, what should the website name be if I don't really have a business name or I don't know it? I'm like, yourname.com, buy it. Just do it. Just do it right now. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Take away from this episode. Yes. (laughs) Go buy your Your podcast domain or your domain. Yes. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) What I really want to dive into with you is um, like your personality and how it jives with your business and the brand that you're building. You mention um, on Instagram and I think even in your Instagram bio, like you're an Mm -hmm. introvert, but you're also building a really personal brand. So I would love to have you talk a little bit about building a business with yourself as the face when you maybe don't necessarily want to be in the spotlight naturally. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. And I will tell you, and you'll see this if you follow me on Instagram, I talk about being an introvert a lot Mm -hmm. uh, because I feel like a lot of business owners are introverts, but they feel like they should be extroverts (laughs) because you do have to show up, right? Like it's a personal brand. You have to show up and there's a lot of confusion. There's, there's so much confusion around what it means to be an introvert, what it means to be an extrovert. So I've kind of taken it as like a personal mission, if you will, to kind of help like clear up some of the 
the muddiness when it comes to what it means to be an introvert and what it means to be an extrovert. And I will tell you that the moment that I found out that I was actually an introvert, uh, it was like the waters parted and the angels started singing because like my whole life made sense to me at that point, right? Like it, there's a lot of power in learning about how you tick, right? Like we all think that, well, we know ourselves better than anybody else, but there's a lot of things that are coming at us that we are like, why am I like responding in this way? Like, why am I feeling this way? I don't understand. And there's a lot that like learning about these things can help, help you understand, right? So I made it a personal mission like a long time ago. This was when I was in corporate America to really dive into introversion and what it means for how I operate as a person. And that has been probably one of the biggest like things that I have brought into running my own business is just knowing how I operate so that I can know my comfort levels, where, what I'm comfortable doing, what I'm not comfortable doing, where I know to push myself and where I know that I need to protect myself, right? Like those are all things that factor into running a personal business. And um, a lot of times when I'm uncomfortable with things, because, you know, there's lots of things with running a business, especially when you're, you need to show up in certain ways, um, is that I'll ask myself like, okay, what's the worst thing that could actually happen here? Mm, I love <laughs> like, that. Like what is actually the worst? Anytime you're, you're approached with like any sort of fear, like about doing something or something that just feels like we're like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. I, no, I just, and I'm very, I'm a very logical and introverts tend to be very introspective. Like they think a lot about things before they talk. If the worst thing is like literally not that bad, <laughs> then I take a step. Right. Um, and that has helped me a lot throughout not only just running my business, but just approaching life in general, you know. Um, also understanding how like introverts operate best has kind of crafted the um, like the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the flow of my business, right? Mm-hmm. So like back at the beginning, um, and this was before Instagram or Instagram stories was a thing, right? Like I knew that I like to think deeply about things and share thoughts. I didn't want to jump into YouTube, right? Because that didn't feel natural to me, but blogging felt super natural to me. Um, and writing and putting my thoughts out in a way that I could um, really express myself, but I could also think about it and like retype things and like change wording and like edit, you know, like all of that. And so that's what I focused on at the beginning because that's what felt really good to me. Um, and that has been one of the biggest drivers of my business is my blog. And showing up in my blog and sharing myself, sharing my thoughts, sharing who I am as a person, that felt really, really natural for me. So I knew that I was like, okay, that's, that works for me. So I'm going to lean into that and I'm going to use that as a strength. Um, you know, I think, are you familiar with Finders? Have you done the Finder? Yes. I love Finder. It's my favorite yeah. personality it's, test. It's my favorite of all of them as well. And I think that shifting that mindset, right, to like, these things are hard for me what's easy for me and Mm -hmm. do those things, right? Like don't always focus on the stuff that's hard and trying to make it less hard. Like focus on the stuff that you really, really jive at and do more of that. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, and I mean, so you focus on, you, you kind of found the thing that was going to get you out there and get you hopefully noticed and drive, drive traffic to your business and all of those things. And that was blogging. And you totally kill it with blogging. And obviously you've gotten comfortable enough now 
with blogging that you've even moved into podcasting and showing up more on Instagram stories. And so they're, they're almost as like a level of doing it enough where like it just becomes slightly more comfortable. Yep. Absolutely. Practice. You just have to practice. Like, yeah. that's one thing I tell people all the time when they're struggling to show up with Instagram stories. It's like, it's going to feel weird. Yeah. Like, if you don't do it, it's going to feel weird every time. Like I just got back from vacation and like, I didn't really show up in Instagram stories in a, in a way with my face, like as I normally do, like I was showing kind of things that I was doing and whatever. And then when I got back home, it felt weird to do mm -hmm. it again because I hadn't done it in a, a while. Like it's just, just like anything else. Like if you stop doing it a little bit, it's going to start to feel a little bit uncomfortable. And then you have to just start doing it again and practice. Like it's just that simple. Like you have to practice. You can't just be perfect at it. Like the first time you do it, it's not going to work. Totally. Yeah. So that kind of goes into my next question. You, you do a really good job of showing up. You've obviously practiced a oh, lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love like you do helpful tutorials and tips. Oh my gosh. Last week I learned how to put a GIF on my Instagram stories. Oh my because God. Of you. Thank you. <laughs> Best thing ever. <laughs> That was a good day in my household. Too. I, was I was so like, excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, my mind is blown. <laughs> <laughs> so you do such a good job with stuff like that. And then you also share your personal life. Like you share really cool things that you and Paul are doing or like your, the vacation you just took. Uh, how did you navigate that right away? Was it like nerve wracking, not just to show up, but also show like the personal stuff? How mm -hmm. did you figure out what you were comfortable with? So especially when it comes to like stories. So I started with Snapchat. Like that was way back in the day when like, it was like posting on Instagram, there was no stories yet. And then people started doing stuff on Snapchat. And I was like, oh, well, that's really interesting. And it was a much more um, less visible place, right? Mm -hmm. like, that was one of the struggles, I think, with Snapchat. It was a hard to find people. It was hard to connect with people. Um, so it was a little more personal. And so it was a little bit easier, I think, for me at that time, because I wasn't worried about like, other people that were not like kind of in my life, like seeing what I was up to, um, which I think can be a real block for some people. Um, and so once Instagram stories kind of started and like copied Snapchat and all that, like it was kind of an easy transition to like move it into Instagram. Um, and then I, you know, and then I stopped posting anything on Snapchat at that point. But um, I think anytime we do something new, like it's going to feel weird, like for everybody, like it's not really natural, I think. And this, and the way that we communicate these days, it's just so strange. Like it's not totally like anything that we've ever done before, right? Like we're living in like unprecedented times. You know what I mean? Like there used to be like famous people like on TV and then there was everybody else, <laughs> right? Like there was the celebrities and then not celebrities. And now you have like this weird in, in between where like every buddy who's like on social media has like kind of their own reality TV show. A yeah, little bit, right? totally. And so it's just, it's weird. Like, and you, and, it, and it's just weird. Like you have to understand that it's just weird for now. Like maybe five years, 10 years from now, it will feel normal, I, I guess maybe, but like, it's strange. And so just, I think again, when we come back, you have to come back to mindset, like how you think about this stuff will affect everything. Like if you're thinking about showing up like you need to be a reality TV star, it's not going to work. Like, and it's going to be awkward and uncomfortable. If you're showing up on Instagram stories because you want to connect with people and make friends and share your life with people, it's going to be a little bit easier, right? Like it's, it's all about how you think about it. And 
for me, that's one of the main things that keeps me coming back to Instagram stories because, right, I don't work in an office anymore. I work in my living room, <laughs> in my house with no people around anywhere. So Instagram stories for me is kind of like my water cooler. Like that's where I chat totally. with people. Mm-hmm. That's where I hang out with people. But I can't connect with people and hang out at the water cooler if I'm sitting at my desk not talking to them. Like I have to show up. Like I have to, I have to be a part of the conversation if I want to have a conversation with people, right? Like I'm not expecting people to come to me. I need to, it's a two-way street, right? Like you have to show up, they show up and it goes from there, right? Um, And it's just, it's such a powerful way to connect with people. And I personally, like, I love it. Like no matter how many people like bag on Instagram and algorithm and this and that and this and that, like Instagram has led me to amazing clients and amazing friends. And that's, you know, that's all I ask for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't need 10,000 followers to do that. Although I would, lo- I would love to have the swipe up. Like, Wouldn't that be handy? Right? I know, Wouldn't I that be you. nice? It would be so nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would even pay for it, man. I wish Instagram would be like, give me five bucks a month and you can have swipe up. I'd be done. like, yes, done. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I have made amazing connections with people, you know, and, and granted there has been, it, it can be a struggle sometimes too, like, because it's not always going to be a two way straight. Like, and I think we have to know and understand that, right? Like sometimes people will view you as the celebrity, right? Like, even if you don't think of yourself that way, people are getting a peek into your life. And so they're going to feel a little like, Oh, look at this person that I don't know in real life, but I can see their life. And so then they start to feel you and then maybe you, and maybe they never interact with you. And so you don't know anything about them, you know? So, but it has, you know, it has to be either a two way street or sometimes it's just not going to be a two way street because I mean, think about it. Like, I don't know how many followers you have, like 3000, 4000, 5000, something like that. Something I have, like that. Yeah. Right, I have, like, right around four. I have like 2,200. Like if all of those people tried to connect with us, it would be impossible. Totally. Like you just can't connect with everybody in that way. But if you look for connections, you will find them. Mm-hmm. They will happen, you know, but you just have to understand that like you may be really attracted to somebody else's lifestyle. Send them a thing that says like, oh my gosh, I do that too. They will love that. I love it when people do that to me. That doesn't mean that we have to be best friends. <laughs> But I love it because that means that I have connected with somebody in some way that meant something to them. And that's great. So if if I see something on Instagram stories that does that for me, like there's a couple people that I would say, you know, I I don't really like to use this word, but it feels a little intimidating to like message them. But I have, if they shared something, I say, oh my gosh, I do that too. And then that's Mm -hmm. it. Like, I don't say like, do you want to go be best friends? (laughs) (laughs) I just let them know, right? Like what you did or what you shared or what you displayed, that meant something to me. It made me feel connected. It made me feel seen. It made me feel heard. I want to tell you that, right? Like Instagram is so good for that. We just have to to be aware of that, right? And use it in the way that it's intended to. There's a C.S. Lewis quote that I love and it's something, I'm going to butcher it, but it's something along the lines of friendship is born the minute somebody says you too. I thought that was just me. And I love that because it's like, I've had that, I've had that happen on, especially on social media when there's somebody who I kind of feel is a little bit of a celebrity and then she'll post something and I'm like, oh my gosh, me too. Like she does Mm -hmm. that too. I do too. And it's, I think that we forget that on when we're on the other side, we forget yep. that. And so we feel that level of, of intimidation, but at the end of the day, it's just a bunch of people like that's all. Yeah. 
Exactly. We're all just a bunch of people trying to do the best that we can. Most of us are just trying to make some money for our family Mm -hmm. and like serve our clients. That's really what we're all kind of after. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. What would you tell somebody who wanted to build a personal brand, but they just felt like they didn't quite fit the mold? They're not, they don't feel like they're super extroverted and, um, like just want to like put their face out there all the, all the time. What would you tell them to encourage them? Would you encourage them? Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, I would tell you that (laughs) I've been there like a million times. (laughs) Like as we talked about a little bit before, like I don't fit the mold, whatever, you know, and, and here's the thing that I would say that there is no mold. There, there actually is no. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Like it feels there is, but there's not right. Like, Um, you know, I'm older, I'm 43 years old. Um, I don't have small kids in my house. I don't have a fancy house. I don't have like, I am not into fashion. I could, I could wear literally the same clothes every day and be totally happy. Like I don't care about shoes. I don't care about, well, actually I do care about bags a little bit, but I don't (laughs) care about like fancy shirts or fancy brands. Like I don't care about any of that stuff. Like, and if you just look at like creative social media is like in general, like I don't fit that mold, like in any way, shape or form. (laughs) Like I just don't, you know what I mean? But at the same time, like I've been able to cultivate business in a brand that people connect with, right? And most of that has to do with just my outlook on life, my personality, um, and just what I choose to share. You know, I tend to be kind of sarcastic. I I like to be very funny. Like one of my brand words is just friendly and funny. That's what I want people to feel when they come into my space. I want them to feel like they're valued and that we can kind of have a good laugh together and just enjoy life, right? Like that, that's a little bit about what I'm at. There's no mold for that, right? Um, and this is what I would say and encourage people if they're starting to feel like I don't fit in, I'm never going to be able to do what XYZ is doing or whatever, um, you need to stop being at social media probably for a little while, at least a few days, maybe longer. Um, it is so good for the soul to take from just all of it, right? Like it's not going to kill your business. It's not going to do anything. You're not going to miss anything hugely major that is going to impact the rest of your life, right? Like just take a break. Like I mentioned, I was gone just recently for about a week and a half and I hardly watch stories at all. Like I barely watch stories and I usually watch stories pretty much every day, like usually in the morning or before I go to bed, like I'll catch up. Um, but I didn't, I was just like, I'm taking a break. So good because it just gives you an outside perspective. Like you're not in it, right? Like you're not heavily being influenced by all these different things that you're seeing. Um, and the other thing that I would definitely recommend to people if they're feeling like that is that you have to be crystal, crystal clear on what it is that you actually want to do. Like, like you need to like shut everything off and you need to take two hours and go to Panera Bread. That's what I do. Go to Starbucks if you do, or wherever you need to go. I don't care. Like go away from your house. Like don't be in your house. Go to a neutral third party location, turn everything off, open a notebook and get really super clear on what you actually want to do with your business. Because if you don't know what that is, then you're just going to chase after everybody else's stuff. Like, because it's, it's, you don't know, like, if you don't know what race you're running, you're probably just going to try to join somebody else's race. Like you have to know what you want to do in order to do it. Right. And so, um, 
I think that's really, really powerful. Just getting really super clear and serious with yourself about what you actually want to do and what you actually want to accomplish. Um, and a lot of times when you have that clarity, seeing what other people are doing or seeing how you don't fit um, becomes much easier, right? Because you're like, oh, well, that's not what I'm doing. Like, good for her. She's doing that. That's not what I'm doing. I'm doing X, Y, Z, or I'm doing this. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I think that that is really powerful. It's been really powerful for me throughout my business as I've felt in those moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I don't, I'm too old for this. Nobody's going to be able to relate to me. I'm not going to be able to relate to anybody. I'm never going to sell anything again. Um, all that stuff, right? The first thing I do is I shut off social media and I get really clear with myself. What is it that you're actually trying to do? Oh, you are actually doing that. <laughs> Why yeah. would you feel bad? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's all about mindset and it's all about just like having that self-control to like, just really focus on what you want to do as a business. It's absolutely crazy the amount that other people and other businesses that we're seeing online can start to like seep in to what mm -hmm. we're doing and into our brains and just like F with our mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, seriously. And we're looking at so many different things. So like that's content. the thing is that mm -hmm. like you see one person doing a course and then you see one person doing a podcast and you see one person doing a blog and you see and speaking at an event and then you feel like I need to do all those things yes right mm -hmm. but all those people aren't doing all those things like it's four different people doing four different things but our brains can't really like 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 literally we are taking in too much information like totally. that, our, that our brains are meant to take in like and so we have to be the ones like nobody's going to take control of that for us we have to be the ones to take control of that and make sure that you have a few people in your life who you can go to, to talk uh -huh. to, maybe a business coach or a group that you're a part of and kind of turn most everything off. Like yep. seriously. <laughs> yes, I totally yep. agree. I think it's a game changer. I went on a huge unfollow spree because oh, I was- Oh yeah, I heard you got like blocked from Instagram, right? I or did. Something. <laughs> it like kicked me off. I was so mad. <laughs> I think that was like while I was on vacation and I saw you post something and I was like, hey, what is she talking about? I missed something. <laughs> you missed nothing because I wasn't allowed to do anything. <laughs> but yes, I, I was. I was noticing that I just, I almost felt like a sense of intense claustrophobia. It was mm -hmm. like everyone around me was doing so much and there was so much content that I was consuming and I was, I was starting to put together content for my business and mm -hmm. second guessing everything. I don't know enough. I'm not smart enough. This isn't good enough. Like someone else is already doing this. And I very much believe in abundance and that there's enough for everybody. And so I yeah. had to like really do a hard stop. Like, okay, yeah. these are really negative thoughts that they're not correct. And you need to like check yourself because you reckon yourself is what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Like it's, it can be really damaging and it is just, it's so difficult, like for all of us, like it's not a problem that's only meant for certain people. Like totally. everybody has these issues because we're literally just not meant to take in this much information. And, you know, I've heard some people who talk about like, well, you shouldn't unfollow people because, you know, it's all about relationships and connections and stuff like that. And I, to a degree, I agree with that. Sure. But at the same time, like there are people probably that we all follow that we don't have any sort of relationship with. A lot of what I did was just go through and hide or unfollow other photography accounts, mm -hmm. not necessarily local people, but and one of somebody reached out to me and was like, I saw that you unfollowed me. And I, I told her, I was like, it is not you. I'm like, it is me. I'm consuming way too much content. 
Um, I will probably be back someday, but right mm-hmm. now I just need a little bit of a break from like all of the things that are in my realm. Right. Yeah. And that's another thing that I always tell people is that if you look at who unfollows you, stop. Yes. I was actually really surprised that someone, and I was being public about what I was doing. So I think that's probably why, but I was surprised that people reached out because I'm like, oh, that's a really, that's a, that's a tough one. Like, don't do that. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Don't like, I know that there's apps that you can see stuff like that and talk about such a damaging mind frame to be in. Like you have no idea what is going on with people. Like, and then, and it's not important. You know what I mean? It's just not. If you, if you have genuine friendships, even if one of my genuine unfollowed me from Instagram, I would be totally fine with that because I know that that means unfollowing me as a friend. They're not like saying like you're deleted as a friend. You know what I mean? Like those are two different things, like totally different things. So like, looking at who unfollows you on social media or looking at who unsubscribes on your email list, like all of those things are like damaging. Do not do them. Like just ignore that information. Focus, focus only on the information and the value that you're providing to your potential clients. That's really all that matters when it comes to like, this is not a popularity contest. This is not a, you know, some sort of like challenge to see who can get the most followers like that's a losing it's a zero-sum game like nobody wins at that game that's not gonna happen so like forget that stuff focus on what's most important which is your family your life your friends and how you're working to serve your clients like that that's really all that matters absolutely yeah I totally agree oh I love talking to you (laughs) you too I get to do all day (laughs) so as we kind of wrap up I want to know, and I think I know what you're going to say. I'm sure you probably do. So talk about what's getting you excited right now. Business, personal, anything. Like what's kind of going on in cinnamon world? Oh my gosh. Well, the first most important exciting thing that you're probably referencing is that my husband Paul and I are moving into an RV and we're going to be living and working on the road um, starting early next year. So I am so excited about this. I can't even know. (laughs) We are pumped for it. It's a little nerve wracking right now because we're down to like two and a half months. So there's a lot to do before we do it, but we feel pretty prepared for it. Um, I feel like I've, I mean, I've been preparing my business like this entire year for this. Um, and I am so ready for it. We're excited to just visit people from all over the country. Like we, um, because we were a military family, my husband's retired now. Like we know people from all over the country. Yeah. I have clients all over the country that I can't wait to visit. I have just people who I've connected with on Instagram, like you, who I would love to visit. I've never been to Sioux Falls. I can't wait to go. You have to. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, so we're just so like grateful and thankful that this is something that we can do and thank goodness for Wi-Fi signals because that's what (laughs) makes my whole job possible. Totally. Um, And so, yeah, that's what I'm just, I'm really most excited for. I am moving my business to a team model. So um, just to make it a little easier with that. So I've actually hired on a few editors who are going to be working under me and my brand to help my clients like get the best service possible. And I am just pumped for it. I have a group coaching program that's happening later this year and I'm going to do another one next year. I don't know where we'll be or where I'll do it at, but um, there's just lots of exciting things that that are going to be possible because we're doing this and I can't wait to get started. That is so cool. I'm yeah. just, I'm excited to follow. I've been yeah. 
you guys did like some prep trips, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. We've gone a few different places. So we live in the Seattle, Washington area now. So we've, we have our RV. It's in our backyard right now. And we have gone around just to different state parks and different areas around uh, Washington just to kind of get a feel for it. We put a huge desk. My husband is like super handy. Um, he builds all the things just like your husband. Like, yes, <laughs> I would get those two together. I think that is, that could be dangerous. It could be super dangerous. <laughs> really good, yeah. Um, and so we're, we're feeling like we're pretty ready. Of course it's like, you can never really prepare until you move in. Um, totally. But yeah, we're pumped for it. So if anybody's interested, so we are, Docu- we're trying to document <laughs> most of this on YouTube um, at a, on a channel. It's called Focused on the Road. So go find us on YouTube. And also, we're also on Instagram. So we're, we are having a little difficulty try, trying to, because when you, it's interesting when you film something on Instagram, it feels like, oh, I'm done. I'm done with that. I filmed yeah. it. Right? And so then you forget to do it for YouTube and like vice versa. If we, if we concentrate on filming for YouTube, then we forget to put it on Instagram. And so we're working through like the struggles with that, but I'm sure with practice, again, it's just all about practice. It's never going to be perfect. And if you do go to our channel, Focused on the Road on YouTube, oh my gosh, don't watch the first video. <laughs> It's pretty I'm going to go watch it right now. I know. <laughs> it's, like, it's so bad that it's like funny. It's good. You should, you actually should watch it. Um, but that's the thing. We're just kind of like, we're like, we don't know what we're doing. We're just going to try it. We're just going to do what we're doing, you know, and Paul's putting together the videos. He's doing a killer job. Like if you watch the most recent one, so much better than the first one. Um, but yeah, we're really excited just to document this like for ourselves or other people who like can't come with us or can't do this right now, but they are, would love to, right? Like this is a way that they can kind of see stuff through our eyes so we're really excited to share a lot of these things so come come hang out with us we're excited that's awesome I also love that we started this conversation talking about how you were introverted and like could not stand the thought of a YouTube channel and now you have a YouTube channel yeah again it's just one of those things it's like as you get into it and as you start to feel more comfortable and confident and then it just kind of transitions but yeah it's just like you just you just like take what you're comfortable with and then you just mold it based on whatever you're trying to do so and for me that was you know YouTube and a podcast I love podcasting it's one of yes my yeah absolutely well okay so, so speaking of your podcast where can oh, people yeah. find you tell us everything about cinnamon on the internet Yes. Basically, um, my website is kind of the hub for everything, cinnamonwolf.co, not .com, because that wouldn't cost (laughs) (laughs) $5,000. But I kind of like the .co because it's kind of cool. It's kind of modern. It is. is. Um, So yeah, cinnamonwolf.co. And from there, you can get to my Instagram, which is at cinnamonwolf.co. You can get to the podcast, which is focused podcast. Um, I don't have a specific Instagram for that. I changed that a while back, but um, all of the episodes are on my blog and on iTunes or Spotify or whatever you listen on. Um, And yeah, focused on the road is where we're going to be documenting our travel journeys. So yeah, come find us over there too. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today, Cinnamon. This was awesome. You are an absolute gem. You have such an like fantastic perspective of business and the industry in general. So thank you so much for being here. Well, Maddie, thank you for having me. I am so excited for you and I'm so excited that there's another awesome podcast out there hosted by an amazing woman business owner. I love it. I can't wait to share all about it. It's going to be great. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye-bye. I am pretty sure I could talk to Cinnamon all day long. I love 
the advice that she brought to this episode because I think that it goes to show that there's not necessarily a magic bullet to suddenly feeling better about putting yourself out there and showing up, but it's totally possible. And if you're willing to practice and if you're willing to put in the time to really create those connections and serve your audience well, you can absolutely do it and you can do it in a way that is still authentic to you and your personality and what you like and I just I think that cinnamon is she's just such a smart cookie and uh, I hope that you guys really enjoyed her advice as much as I did If you loved this episode, please take a screenshot and share it on social media. That is the best way to spread the word. And if you have a couple minutes, head over to iTunes and leave us a review. That is always so appreciated and a great way to support the podcast and everything we're doing and let us know more about what you want to hear. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I'll see you next week.